Why do you want to quit? This is, of course, the very first step. Very likely everyone watching this has given this question some degree of thought. But have you really truly considered your answer to this question? Have you paused and really considered the question at all? Some of you have already answered this question and have a deep conviction to their answer. For them, they may carry on to the following points. But if you don't have an absolutely unyielding resolve to your reason for quitting, then you should keep watching. Why do you want to quit? Answer it as simply and as honestly as you can, don't overthink or overcomplicate the answer. What or who do you care about enough that you want to quit? This must be a truly honest answer, and not just a passing thought. Else you won't have any conviction to it when you really need it. It needs to be something you truly care about. Something you care about more than the desire or pleasure from watching porn or orgasm. Something that means more to you and isn't just a short-term pleasure, but rather something that permeates your thoughts. Doing it for benefits or for attention as a challenge or any other trivial reason won't stand when put to the test. So really put a lot of thought into it and find a real reason. How porn and masturbation are detrimental. The negative effects of porn and masturbation have been covered extensively by people who have studied it much longer and with more depth. So I won't even pretend to cover all of that here. Instead, you can take any of the vast amounts of videos describing the benefits and positive nature of not watching porn and retaining and invert everything you see. This is, after all, the reality of things. There are no benefits, there are instead defects we're giving ourselves, and thus by no longer damaging ourselves. We receive so-called benefits which are simply not having the defects we give ourselves in the first place. Rather silly if you think about it eh? So yes, in short, you can easily list all of the negative effects of PMO by inverting every single benefit that anyone reports. Now you have the generic reasoning as to why you wouldn't want a PMO. Wonderful, this is where most videos leave off on this subject. Even though sadly it's more important than it's ever treated. A generic bullet point list of why PMO is bad for you has been made time and time again. And I've yet to see it help anyone much at all on its own. What you now have is a basic understanding of the destructive power that PMO holds but it's still too generic. Preparations for the end. Now, you have your reason for quitting all of this, something you really care about. You should have a strong conviction to this. Be utterly resolute. Nothing should sway your belief. Nothing should make you doubt whether or not your reason really matters to you. If so, you didn't give it enough thought. And you now have a general understanding of the destructive nature and harm that would come from PMO should you choose to do it. Now, let's be real. Unlike most addictions, the source of this addiction is very much natural, but it has been perverted and abused for evil purposes. We design to seek healthy partners and reproduce to perpetuate life. Thus, we are attracted to the female form and the act of reproduction. Your brain releases massive amounts of dopamine when you see someone attractive and a far greater amount during the act of orgasm. Both of these reward systems have been hijacked by today's society with the easy instant access to any kind of porn imaginable and a multitude of ways to be stimulated. This is a massive problem, but one that can be set aside, for now. This is about individual growth. After all, if everyone walks away those corporations will die off on their own. Anyway, the point is that the source of our addiction is a natural process, that we are designed to desire. So the common case for people, is they will not be tempted by porn or the idea of rubbing one out no matter how long they abstain. That would mean they've become asexual. Instead, you will develop stronger convictions towards your reasons for not into those habits, eventually to the point that the idea of indulging in them is repulsive. 
Note, however, that it is because of your convictions to your reasons for quitting that these habits become unappealing. Not out of sheer force of will or by simply denying yourself these things. This is important to keep in mind. The final step. With all of that in mind, you are now ready to create the foundational stone on which to build the rest of your journey. You have your reason for all of this, and you should be absolutely firm and unyielding in your conviction to it. Without any doubt about your belief in it, consider now thoroughly your reason. Why does it matter to you? Why do you care about it? How would you feel if it was denied to you? If you couldn't achieve it, how important is it to you? Why is that your reason? Consider all of those questions and give meaningful thought to each one. You will want to write this down to help solidify it all and remember, but even just mentally going through this is very impactful. You should now have fully solidified the reality of your reason. There should be nothing unknown about it to you. But instead, it should feel a part of you, like you've always known it fully and have no doubts or questions about its validity. Behold, your fully fleshed out reason, and now consider all of the many detrimental ways that PMO will harm it. All of the ways that this addiction will tear apart whatever your reason is. All of the many insidious ways, some subtle, others avert, that indulging in these habits will destroy this thing you care about. Imagine and feel it as vividly as you can, as this is truly what happens. This can be anything from a reason such as trying to learn a new hobby that you're passionate about. And indulging in PMO will give you great fatigue, severe brain fog, less muscle control, making you unable to focus and learn effectively, and unable to perform properly what you do know. This can be applied to any reason at all, but I leave that up to you to determine how it best fits your own personal reason and how it will be affected. Whatever your reason is, whatever you care more about, will be taken away from you more and more the further you indulge in these temptations. Foundation Stone Congratulations, you've established your foundation stone for the rest of your journey. You have established clearly why you're on this journey, and you've examined just how horribly PMO will maim and work against your reason for embarking on this journey. You're free now. Or perhaps that is a bit misleading, isn't it? After all, you'll still be tempted to indulge in your addictions right. You'll still question why you ever chose to stop when you feel a strong desire, yes. Of course, you will, as mentioned above you always will, it is only natural in this case. Ah, uh, but do not despair. You're imagining now likely something very different than the true nature of things. You're thinking maybe of the unbearable urge to scratch an itch when the time comes. That you just can't focus unless you give in to the cravings, yes. No, this is not the nature of which I speak. This is simply habitual behavior working as habits should. You become used to habits and feel out of sorts when you break your habits. This is true for absolutely any habit. You can read about the science of habits, but do not despair this is not what you may fear. Habits are easily changed given time and diligence. Maybe you believe that it's not just habit, but maybe more impulsive. A heat of the moment type of decision. Really that's wrong too. That is just more involved habits woven around. At the core, it's the same as the last point. You've become accustomed to giving in to PM. Oh, whenever you're feeling bored or stressed or whatever else may be the trigger, you've developed a habit of giving in when you experience those triggers. This is also not natural and is easily fixed. This is the entire core of the aforementioned book. No, the only natural part of this addiction is the initial desire. All of this stems from something that is indeed natural. However, all of the habits built up around it to then turn it into addiction is all very unnatural indeed. The emphasis on this point is that I've seen a lot of false hope that one day through constantly desiring to give in and simply denying oneself these pleasures, someday they will no longer care. And that couldn't be further from the truth. If you convince yourself you're denying yourself something pleasant, this is a fatal error. Even if you don't indulge, 
Every time you think this you're solidifying in your mind that this is indeed something you want and you're being kept from it. This is entirely counter to your goal of trying to quit and be free of said addiction. Freedom. You're free still sounds a bit misleading yes. Still not fully convinced. If you followed along and truly gave thought to each instruction, then this should all click in place now if it hasn't already. Why do you want to quit? Create the reason for why you're quitting. How porn and masturbation are detrimental. Learn the destructive nature of PMO. Preparations for the end. Some notes to discard any false expectations. The final step. The final step is really where all of the magic happens. I write in a way that your reason and the act of indulging in PMO are their own entities. It helps to consider them as such, even though it's not necessarily true. Anyway, you've created your reason, now you've fully fleshed it out and made it as real as you can. You now know PMO to be highly destructive and negative towards anything positive. Then you imagined a so-called fight between the two, which really represents what would happen to your reasons for quitting if you were to give in to your cravings. You've seen what happens if PMO wins that fight, leaving your reason crippled and maimed beyond recognition. That imagined loss is what will become reality if you give in to your addiction. That is reality if you don't change. If that reality is not what you want, then it's as easy as not giving in. Your addiction can only strike if you let it by choosing to give in. Don't give in, and the strength of the PMO addiction will wither and die, while your reason will flourish and live. And that is the key point of all, this final section that summarizes it all. If you have a truly compelling reason to quit, if you really care to be free, then PMO holds no power over you. Whatever trick of the mind, or force of habit that tries to tempt you with how good it will feel, how much easier it would be. All temptations. How good will it feel to give in? It could feel amazing. But you don't care because you care about your reason and the success of your reason more. Would it be easier to indulge? Yes, almost always. But you care more about your reason more than you care about taking the easy way. Anytime you feel tempted to give in or to forget why you started, remember the battle you imagined in the final step. It is always an ongoing battle. With every action and thought you feed one side or the other. You either resist and support your reason and fight for its survival and flourishment. Or you give in and empower PMO to tear down and mangle your reason. Think of this whenever you're tempted. Really immerse yourself and imagine the so-called battle. And you'll find you won't want to give in. You may want to feel the pleasure and dopamine rush of PMO. But you don't want to lose that fight. You want your reason to win. And with that, that will be your deciding factor.